Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. podcast from the International Motorsports Association and Radio Show Limited. It's for personal use only and must not be rebroadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Live from Trackside, this is IMSA Radio. everybody and welcome along live coverage from trackside at road america for porsche gt3 cup challenge by yokohama now you'll notice there if you're a regular listener or viewer that i said porsche gt3 cup challenge by yokohama because we've got both usa and canada here this weekend at road america here at elkhart lake it's a Four mile, 14 corner circuit that we're on today. Action areas, turn one, down the hill in the braking areas to turn five. Maybe a little chance in the turn eight before the long right-handed carousel and then down through the fastest corner in US motorsport in the road circuits through the kink down to Canada corner on the brakes there. Maybe a chance to do a little bit of overtaking as well. We're live in sound and vision as we bring IMSA TV and IMSA radio together. The Porsches are rolling. The flat sixes are fired. There's a little bit of cloud, but it's a great day to go racing in America's National Park of Speeds. The Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama on IMSA Radio. Well, we have got the Panamera Sport Turismo. That's the Turbo SE Hybrid, over 700 horsepower when the V8 twin turbocharged engine and the electric motors are all going together and pushing that all-wheel drive car forward in a station wagon bodywork with carbon fibre brakes set on it. It's a track day car that you could carry all your track day gear in, to be honest, and a fantastic piece of kit. That is leading the field around, and here's how they stand, as Jeremy Shaw will run down the grid for this combined race. Plenty of cars, 37 on the entry list. It's round nine of the uh, both the American and the Canadian series. There'll be 16 rounds in total for the IMSA Porsche GG Cup Challenge USA by Yokohama. 12 in total for the Canadian series. 34 cars I think we will have on the grid. Uh, Martin Harvey and Sean McKay, I don't think, made the trip down from Canada. Also, Jeff Mosing, who qualified in, inside the top 20, he will not be starting. He's concentrating his efforts on this afternoon's Michelin Pilot Cup Challenge race. So, 34 cars. Bart Collins in car number 22 and Bill Smith, who had an off earlier in the weekend in car number 42, will be on the back row. David Baker, who was off yesterday at turn 12 in car number 56, he will be taking the starting. We uh, will be on the grid alongside Tom Kerr in number 74. Tom, De- Tom Balam is making his debut in car number 6. will start in the 30th position alongside Dan Hardy in car number 69. 
Efren Castro in car number 65 and David Brühl in car number 48 alongside each other on row 14. Ahead of them, one Manuel Fayen in number seven, 19 and car number 17 is Kurt Swaringen. Vernon McClure in car number 36 and Richard Edge in car number 18 will take the start in row number 12. Ahead of them, Rob Ferriel in car number five and Kurt Fazekas in car number 52. Those two are both Gold Cup contenders on the pole in Gold Cup, 21st on the grid overall. Sebastian Carrazzo for NGT Motorsport in car number 27. Alongside him, Michael Fantine, car number 14. Uh, and row nine, Michael Manella in car number four and Sean McAllister in car number 11. Charlie Luck in number 45 and Scott Wellham in car number 61. In the, on the eighth row of the grid. 14th position on the grid, Michael Levitas, car number 37. Michael DeMio in car number 96. Parker Thompson in car number three and Fred Pordad in number 20 on row six. Ahead of their Marco Cironi in car number 88 and Patrick Dassault in car number 77, two Canadian series contenders. Victor Gomez, the fourth, car number 25 and Lawrence Loshak from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, making his debut in car number 33, will start on row four. Riley Dickinson in the sixth position in car number 53, alongside the fastest of the Masters Cup contenders. Great effort for Kelly Moss, AM Motorsports, car number 99 is Alan Metney. Row two, Jeff Kingsley in car number 16, and Max Root. And on the front row is Ethan Simeone in car number 40 for Policaro Motorsports, and the pole sitter, the Canadian and American Championship leader for Kelly Moss Road and Racing, car number 79, is Roman DeAngelis. Take a deep breath, everybody, particularly Jeremy Shaw, who's alongside me, John Hindor. 45 minutes on the clock. We're ready to go. Porsche Racing at America's National Park of Speed. The green flag is held out. They're coming over the top of the brown now. Still waiting for the green. It's in the air now. And they break. And it's very tight indeed. But DeAngelis gets a cracking start as they head down towards turn one. He's weaving left and right, trying to keep everyone else behind him. Simeone has a look down in the inside but he's going to get mugged I think round the outside yes he is what a brilliant manoeuvre now can it stay on the track think that was Maxwell Root that was no, good it was Jeff Kingsley, was Jeff round, Kingsley the round the outside yes it was the 16 car and he's still there round turns 1, 2 and 3 <laughs> too wide well I never thought I'd be able to say I'd seen that here at Road America Kingsley in the black and gold car has got through it a second but already a break made by Roman De Angelis, and you can't give Roman any car of advantage here for a moment there's three wide going down into turn five as Maxwell Root comes down the inside mm. goes wheel to wheel with the third place car of Simeone and just about the pair of them get through there the rest of the field streaking through making a fantastic sight and sound as they head down the hurry downs for the first time great start by DeAngelis got a good jump Jeremy and turned that into an advantage whilst all of the shenanigans are going, we're going on behind him. And that's exactly what you need to do from pole position. Yeah, that was a tremendous start there uh, by, by all of the contenders. A great getaway for Roman DeAndres. He's already streaking away in the lead, as he's done in just about every race this season. He's won seven out of eight races in Canada, seven out of races, seven out of eight in the USA as well. So he's the uh, runaway performer this season, despite the fact he's uh, still a youngster, uh, is Roman DeAndres. Just 18 years of age, hard to think that. But uh, Simeone has done a great job 
to qualify in second place. And Jeff Kingsley, ooh, there's somebody having on the grass there at the exit of the kink. They get away with it. But it's Jeff Kingsley, that brilliant start around the outside to take over in second position. Canadians to the fore, however. Uh, we've seen this before, Jeremy, and it's a sense of... A source of pride, isn't it, for the Canadian runners that when we have these combined races, they do seem to do extraordinarily well. Ah, someone who's not doing so well. Oops. The number 19 car it was down well, the field. Joel Fayen has gone off and made contact with the barriers. Now that is coming out of, yeah, that's coming out of the carousel and he's looped it across the track and into the inside wall. I expect to see double yellows. There are double yellows, but even at the back, going up the hill through the final corner, we've had a spin there. And that is... Six making his debut this weekend. That's uh, Tom Balamis from Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. And we've got an intervention car as well as the Sport Turismo out there. Now, what happened... Yeah, as I thought, on the dirt, dirty tyres. Oh, no, that wasn't it. He got away with it. Got away with that point. So that wasn't where the 19 went off. The six, I think, was just a bit over exuberance into the final corner. Yeah, it took too much speed in there for Tom. Tom yeah, the yellows are already out of that stage, uh, Tom. So Yes, might, yes. Be having a, uh, might be having a little trip to the race director's office there. At right yes. front, left rear of what is normally a very... Well turned out GT3 car, the number 19, uh, who is Juan Manuel Fayen, man from Venezuela, lives in Caracas. And that car is going to need some remedial action, Jeremy. But for me, that would have been coming out in the, in the pack and then scooting across the track to driver's right. Looks like he's bounced down the wall a couple of times. Should be a relatively easy recovery. Our track services and recovery have been brilliant already this weekend, managing even to get a car that was on its roof onto a flatbed without us losing any more than 32 seconds of the set next session that was coming along. Brilliant stuff. Already got some of the track services vehicles heading to the scene of the incident for clear-up. So the very attractive metallic blue Sport Turismo Panamera just brings the field through and the pickup truck goes to one side uh, it's a fabulous place to come and watch motor racing, lots of great vantage points and a big crowd here from early this week, I was here on Tuesday evening and from Wednesday onwards, people were arriving claiming their camping spots and not seen a crowd like this at Road America for quite some time. And they're knowledgeable. They know their Porsches too, as any man with an Andy Al shirt out there in the crowd. Well, that shows some uh, Porsche knowledge. A lot of Porsche fans here for a Porsche dealer event on uh, Wednesday evening. Uh, check that Thursday evening and have come back for the races it's been a really good atmosphere, as ever here, Jeremy, and some fantastic places to watch the motor racing around the four miles here at Road America. Yeah, certainly is. Um, and uh, it is a big crowd. And uh, I think we heard yesterday it was a record crowd, wasn't it, on Friday, which yep. is uh, really, really good news. And, uh, yeah, there, there's no better viewing, very few better viewing circuits than Road America uh, in the uh, 
well, in the world, quite frankly, let alone this country. But this is a uh, shame to bring out the yellow so so soon. We're not going to go green again this time around. So Roman Diandres will maintain his position at the front. But there's a whole bunch of uh, squabbling youngsters behind him. Jeff Kingsley, Ethan Simeone, Max Root. They're all they're all young drivers. Uh, the only interloper there, the more experienced life professional. This would be uh, Alan Metney, who's made a, an excellent start. He's maintained his fifth position on the grid in kind of a 99, easily quickest of the Masters contenders. So that's a really good uh, effort by Alan Metney. Second fastest in the Masters would be Marco Cironi, who's running in the eighth position. Already got the stricken GT3 onto the back of the flatbed, so we're not going to lose too much more time. The long lap here does give the corner workers and track workers, recovery crews, the opportunity to work between them coming through. And it'll be about four minutes before the cars are back with them. There's some concern about the right-hand side, the inside wall there, where that car has made its initial impact. 52 Kerfasikis with the bright orange wheels in this first race of the weekend. Seen him with purple wheels on that car as well. The Kelly Moss Roden race machine looking particularly resplendent. Kurt does like a bright livery and he's uh, got the lucky seven on the dice on the front of the car as he leads the Gold Cup category. Gold Cup for the what a, what's called the generation one of the current version of the GT3 Cup car. If you know anything about Porsches, you know that they're split by their model number. In this case, 911, and that is the right way to say it, 911, and their type number, which is how far through the development of the cars they are and. This is a type 991 Porsche Cup race. And within that, just to add a little bit to the complexity, there is a Generation 1 car, which was up to the 2016 season. And then from 2017, the Generation 2 or Gen 2 cars. Gold Cup cars are the Gen 1 cars. And you will see them with the yellow number surrounds the yellow mirrors and the yellow edges to their windscreen shade bands. Ooh, nasty damage, by the way, to Fiennes 19. That's a, a lot of work for the team. That that would take yeah. a harder hit. That's gone almost straight in on driver's right. I didn't realise it hit so square on. A lot of radiator and cooling around the, the cup car there. Now that, of course, the 19 is a Gen 2 car. Came out in the 2017 season. A little bit of an aerodynamic differences on the body, but Unless you sat two of them side by side and were crawling all over them, you probably wouldn't see that. Certainly won't see them when they're going past at 150 miles an hour. Ouch. He's, uh, he's hit the concrete blocks hard enough to move them, Jeremy. So that's uh, a bit of work that's needing done there with the large industrial forklift. The Gen 2 cars, the other things they've got there, they have the access hatch above the driver, which came straight out of the GT Le Mans RSR. And the, uh, a different safety seat inside the car and just some revisions on the dashboard and the interior of the car. 
But most importantly for the drivers, apart from their safety and comfort, they want to go fast, don't they? <laughs> they probably, that's the top of their list. So there was a few extra horses liberated from the flat six engine. Same engine as the Gold Cup car, but uh, with slightly different electronics and fueling. Just gave them a bit more power, and therefore they are a little quicker. One or two other detail changes. But generally speaking, the Platinum cars will be the cars at the front of the field. They are in anyone's... If, if, if the same driver drove both cars, he was likely to get a better lap time out of the, the uh, 991 Gen 2, the Platinum car. Uh, then within that, of course, we've got the Masters category. And the Masters, you have to be... Um, as Jeremy said, a little far down the career of life, further down the career of life. And uh, the change over the last couple of seasons there has been that the Masters category now mandated to have ABS. None of the other cars have ABS. You don't have a choice in the Masters. You have to have it. But otherwise identical to the other Platinum Cup cars. So with Canada, US... Masters and Gold Cup. Plenty of points on offer here across those championships. Yeah, and in that gold category, with the top five cars running nose to tail, it's Kurt Verzikas who's taking the lead on that uh, first lap of racing in number 52 ahead of uh, the pole sitter and championship leader Sebastian Carrazzo in car number 27. Right behind them, though, are Richard Edge and Kurt, Kurt Swearing and, and Rob Ferriel as well. He's actually got shuffled back a couple of places at uh, at the start. He, he started in the third position, but both Richard Edge and his teammate Kurt Swearing and the two, the two ACI Motorsports entries in car numbers 18 and 17, they've snuck ahead into the third and fourth position. So when we do go back to green... They're all going to be battling together. That's going to be fun to watch. We've lost 10 minutes of racing already, Jeremy, behind the Sport Turismo Panamera Turbo SE Hybrid, which is leading the field around. That'll be a very comfortable drive for our safety car driver. Very comfortable. I bet he's got the cooled seats on there as well. <laughs> Just chilling out. All connected as well to the World Wide Web. Down to 32 and a half minutes now as the field are still in behind the safety car. So DeAngelis leads both the US and the Canadian Platinum classes in the number 79 car, that mostly white and green machine. Then it's Kingsley, second in both of those classes because he's registered for points in both as well. Third in line, then is Simeone, who had a little bit of a side-by-side -side action with Maxwell Root, who's next up. Now, the irony of that, of course, Jeremy, is Simeone is third in the Canadian side of things and Root is third in the USA side of things. So actually, if they switch positions, their points haul for their individual championships don't change at all. But the two guys that they are battling, they have common enemies in the guys ahead of them. Lights are out on the safety car, so we're going to be going racing again now. And this has been a particularly, uh, particularly impressive performance from Ethan Simeone there, just 20 years of age uh, from, well, actually, Root and uh, 
and uh, Simeone, both 20 years of age. Jeff Kingsley in kind of 16 is 21. Roman DeAndres, what a talent he is, just 18 years of age. But Simeone, he's coached by Daniel Morad, and uh, he was he was coming into this weekend. The goal was to be a top five finish. Well, he's done a lot better than that in qualifying. Started on the front row. It's by far his best ever qualifying position uh, for the for the youngster this year, and he's looking to build upon that in the race. He's looking for a a podium finish would be very, very nice. We're going to have just over half an hour of the 45 minutes that we started with. So there'll be plenty of fuel and plenty of life in the Yokohama tyres as all 700 horsepower is channeled through the all-wheel drive of the Panamera Sport Turismo Turbo SE Hybrid. The safety car clears off and the field is under control now of our leader Roman De Angelis who gets on the power coming through the final corner slides a little bit wide and just drops the rear left Yokohama onto the dirt that might give a chance for the second place man Jeff Kingsley who's dragging up behind in the black and gold car side by side the two third place cars and I say that because they are both in third place in their individual championships the leaders are both first in their championships as they go down into turn one. No change at the front of the field. No change for third and fourth overall. Simeone, no, it is. Root's yeah. gone through. Root did get through. Simeone drops back. And now Metney's having a little sniff around as well. Now, Metney is the only other driver, Jeremy, who's in both of the championships. So he sits fourth in the points for Canadian and the USA Championship in this race. So, again, those guys ahead of are both targets for him as down the inside comes Simeone in the turn pass. five. Great pass. And Metney says, I'll have a bit of that, lads. If you're going to give me that amount of room underneath the bridge into turn number six, the leader's not getting away here. It's not. Uh, Roman D'Angelo, he really hung it out there at turn six. He maybe could pull down another couple of car lengths over Jeff Kingsley through there, but that was a great pass by Ethan Simeone there. In car number 40, the liquid molly car to sneak ahead of Maxwell Root, who's carried his brakes a little bit too deep into turn eight and lost himself some momentum there heading into the carousel. And that is all the encouragement that the black number 99 iFly car needs. That's Alan Metney behind the wheel of that car. And he's got his mirrors full as well with series debutant in behind him. He's doing brilliantly well. Never driven a Porsche in competition before and is right up there with some series regulars. Yeah, done a really good job. From Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Lawrence Lochak. Uh, he's a five-time SCCA national champion in all sorts of different cars, so he knows how uh, to pedal fast cars. He's also been very successful in the Trans Am series the last couple of years, so horsepower is no problem either. He knows <laughs> this racetrack really, really well and giving a really good account of himself in that car number 33. DeAngelis has tried to pull the pin and break away. There is the Driver we were talking about with right in behind the 53. That is a battle for position in the platinum category for the USA Championship. So 37 cars started the race. We've lost one already. And there'll be a battle on by that team to get it ready for the next race this weekend. Under half an hour to go. Side by side Oops. action and a touch of turn number one. That's the Dassault and one. Gomez. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Everybody did a great job there, Jeremy. Gosh. Managing to avoid them. It was the slightest of touches. DeSalt has left 
sideways on the track. I think he's still got the engine running, but he's going to have to leave everybody go through. My worry would be he's got a little bit of suspension damage on the left rear. Let's see if he can get away okay. It was the tiniest of touches as they came side by side. Was there a touch? Yes, there was. Yeah, it was left, uh, right rear wheel of Dassault and the left front of Gomez. The tyres must have just just got together momentarily. They sort of grabbed each other yes. and threw both cars into a spin. Uh, absolutely no intent from either driver there. And in fact, I'd, I'd wager, Jeremy, that if they'd got through that, we would have been saying, oh, that's a good way to give people racing room. Ah, yeah. And unsurprisingly there is damage to the 25 Victor Gomez in that pink NGT racing car I think's got a left front puncture it was just yeah. the way that oh there's all kinds of carnage in that area and we've got cars into the barrier this is going into the carousel and that was behind Victor Gomez people not yeah. watching and seeing what was going on, Charlie look involved there, but he'll get back on the track in the 45 And car. that was right in front of the Gold Cup contenders as well. We'll yes. have to see whether they picked their way through. I think Carrazo might have been involved in that in the 27. So that was the slow... Oh, I take that entirely back. That was, Scott that was Willem, a spin by Scott Wellham. Charlie looks spun to yeah, uh, avoid right. him. And then in there as well, I think was Rob Ferriol. Was it Rob Furriel that's gone all the way? No, it was the four car that's gone all the way to the wall. That's Manella's car, Michael Manella's car, that's gone all the way to the wall. And that will surely bring out our second full course caution. Carnage at the carousel. That's bad news for Roman D'Angelis, who'd uh, got himself the better part of a couple of seconds. Yeah, it's Michael Manella's car. The all-white number four. Scott Wellham. Furriel did get through, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he did. Uh, and so did Kurt Fasikas and Carrazo. So the top three in GT3 gold did get through. It was a left front puncture after contact on the 25 NGT car of Victor Gomez. He'll get to the pit lane now, and he might actually be able to get back out without dropping a lap here. Uh, he was not the cause of that incident. It was around about where he was, but they'd already gone past him. And I think Scott Wellham just trying to take too much pace, having gone past the stricken number 25 car, into the right-hander at the carousel. The back end broke away. Charlie Luck was right there and somehow managed to go to the inside and avoid contact. Scott Wellham's got damage to the rear of the car. And then it was Manella's car coming along behind, Michael Manella's car, the all-white car that clattered into the back of the 61 of of Scott. So was it just... Oh, now, was there a touch, though? Mm, was Charlie there Luck. a touch from Charlie Luck that initiated the whole thing? Very unlucky from Manella, who had absolutely nowhere to go. A New Yorker tyre onto Victor Gomez, who was behind that, definitely behind that. And that puncture coming from the contact with Dassault's car, the smallest of contact it's we talk about the the wheels being cambered yeah. out which means that they're not straight up and down and the bottom edge of the wheel sticks out further from the bodywork than the top does and that just gives the opportunity for them to catch the bottom edges of the wheels together now normally it's front wheel to front wheel but that was back back wheel to front wheel and just was enough to puncture that younger tire.
Yeah, unfortunate for both of those two. Patrick DeSalt in that art car, cool-looking car in that number 77, who's a contender in the Canadian series. That's the Laws and Autosport GT racing entry. And that uh, art card, it's a, there's a line on the hood. It's a really cool design by uh, Mario Adonetti, who is the artist responsible for that car. But uh, he's, I think Patrick was able to, to, to get going again, but he's right toward the back of the field. So Roman Dandridge, by the way, even uh, though the uh, yellow flag came out on that lap, as he crossed the line, it was the new fastest lap, 2 minutes 13.3 he was on that lap. The uh, race lap record... By the way, around here's a 2 minutes 12.1 by Corey Fergus a couple of years ago. The pole time this yesterday for Roman DeAndres, a new track record of 2 minutes 10.3 for the youngster. There's Michael Manella's guy. He's had no luck this season. No, he hasn't. Might have got away. I don't he went into the tars perhaps but not uh, not as hev- heavily as he, as he might have done because when he committed there to the outside line it's a, it's a pretty dodgy place to be when things are going wrong as they were in a hurry Sebastian Carrazzo in car number 27 he still leads well he doesn't lead now he's got fa- past Kurt Fazekas so it's Carrazzo who leads in car number 27 car number 52 Kurt Fazekas in second place in gold cup right behind those two Rob Ferriol in car number 5 for more speed so it's NGT Motorsport Kelly Moss Roden Race and more speed the top three contenders in gold cup with 20 without, down under half of the race remaining yes absolutely so plenty of action already still behind the safety car the, Victor this, Gomez did, did, was able to get that tyre yes. change and back out at the back of the field. Yeah, that's good for him. He'll charge up through the field, I'm sure. Victor, a doughty competitor. That incident, by the way, that uh, between Dassel and uh, Gomez is under review. Yeah, and uh, you know, the, Gomez was the pursuing car in that incident. He had his kind of nose alongside the back of Patrick DeSalt's car didn't appear that DeSalt's kind of cut down at all going through the corner. That's, Kurt that's how Kurt Fizik has lost the lead in Gold Cup by running wide at turn one. And Carrazzo nips through, says thank you very much. As nice opportunist manoeuvre from uh, Carrazzo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. 20 minutes to go. This is going to end up being just a blast to the finish, isn't it? Well, I hope so. Still clean-up going on out at the carousel. That's Michael Manella, I think, out of his car. Yeah, he was he was the unluckiest there, Jeremy, yeah. because he had nowhere to go. Yeah. Sometimes you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield. He was the bug to do it. He was. And you do, I mean, you feel for these guys. that are looking forward to a great weekend of racing. He was minding his own business, picking his way through the pack. And an incident ahead of him puts a car right in his path. Absolutely nothing he could do. Race stewards are busy at the moment. They're reviewing not only that incident between Gomez and DeSalt, but also 61 and 4. I think it'll probably be 61 and 45, actually, that they're looking at there. Although the 4 was involved. That is the f- number 4 car 
uh, is Michael Manella. Michael Manella, yeah. 45 was, Charlie Luke. Yeah, he was and 61 in Scott well. Willem. Yeah. Well, DeAngelis Kingsley, Simone Root, Metney, Loshak, your top six. And of course, they're Lina Stern. So DeAngelis leading both the American and the Canadian standings in this race. Kingsley second in both of those standings. Third, Simone is third in the Canadian standings. Root is third in the US standings. Manella's car being towed back with a lift on the front wheels and a bit of damage to the left rear. I think he's probably got a steering arm gone on that car from where he's brushed the wall. And in the Canadian series this season, we've had eight races already. The only guy to have beaten Roman DeAngelis was indeed Jeff Kingsley, who's now running in second place. He did that in the first race of the season at Canadian Time Motorsport Park. A poor qualifying for that race, or that weekend for both races, put Roman DeAngelis well down the grid there, and Jeff Kingsley able to take advantage of win race one. But uh, Roman came back from third on the grid in race two to win that, and he's won every race since. In the American series, the only driver to have beaten Roman is Parker Thompson. Uh, that was when he was driving for JDX Racing, uh, when he was also contesting both championships uh, for, two, for two different teams. He's now running for uh, the just, just in the Canadian car in car number three. That's the SCB racing entry. And he's now, he's, Parker now in this race is somewhere down the order. He's down in the uh, 12th position overall in car number three. Penalty for the 25, Victor Gomez, yeah. incident responsibility. It's hard to argue with that, Jeremy. Yeah. I know it was the lightest of touches, but it did spin. The driver that he was trying to go by and Patrick Dessault ended up at the side of the circuit. And the 45 car, incident responsibility with a 61. So that's Charlie Look. So there was a touch between Charlie Look and Scott Wellham before Michael Manella came on to the scene. Both of those will incur a drive-through penalty, which they can only take when we go back green. So they'll have to come round after the green flag and then take it. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, the stewards have got that one right. I mean, it was the lightest, you, lightest of contact, as you say, between, uh, between those two. Uh, but um, you know the, 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 the onus is there is on the pursuing driver, the overtaking driver. Yes, if that indeed absolutely. is what he's trying to do. They went side by side into the corner, absolutely side by side going into the corner. Uh, just sort of hanging in around the outside line, and um, you know, the more I see that, I didn't realise they were actually that side by side going into the corner. Mm. Lightest of touches, as we said, but you are on the ragged edge of adhesion. Charlie, look, just again brushing into Scott Wellham's car but again that car is so loaded up onto its left hand yeah. side tyres as it's going round the right hander that the extra little bit of energy that's put in there is enough to just break the traction and start the car spinning so I don't think anyone has any issues there safety car lights are still on are they? gets very boring behind a safety car. Safety car driver out for a Saturday cruise. Barely 
barely tickling the performance potential of the Panamera Sport Turismo Turbo SE Hybrid. Yeah, it'd be interesting if you see that there when the green flag came out. He's certainly got a lot of horsepower. He's got a lot of horsepower and a lot of traction and and a a full set, something that the race cars don't have, a full set of Porsche carbon brakes on those cars come as standard on the Turbo SEs. A fantastic piece of kit for crunching the miles. I've done a coast-to-coast in one of those and an extraordinary piece of automotive technology comfort and speed. Now, the lights on the safety car have gone out. So, Roman DeAngelis says, right, can we have at least a couple of laps this time, please? He must get sick of driving away from everybody and then having the safety car haul them back. And I just wonder if Jeff Kingsley in the Hertz number 16 in second place or even perhaps Simeone or Root or Mechney or Lorschach or Dickinson as well, who's in there mm. in uh, sixth position in his particular championship hunt in this race for points. What can they do differently to combat Roman De Angelis? He's good when he goes off the line side by side. He's better when he leads to, to the restart, and no one has had any answer for him so far. That's right. Riley Dickinson, number 53 car. Another of the youngsters, actually, he is the youngest driver in the field, just 17 years of age from New Braunfels in Texas, making his, his uh, car racing debut this season. A good career in karting prior to this. Done a fair bit of testing last year and over the winter but his first car race uh, he actually did a couple of club races towards the end of last year but he's been really really strong in the races this season he will take the restart in number 53 in the seventh position now Roman De Angelis went mm. on the right zig last time and he's done it again and once again he drops his wheel off the edge of the curb but he's got a bigger gap this time to the second place driver of Jeff Kingsley and the pressure is going to come on Kingsley from behind Simeone route Metney all across the line as quick as you can see them down into the first corner the right hander super quick Metney dives out in the black 99 car he's got position he's going for it down the inside he hits the inside curb but does not crucially hit Simeone ahead of him so they all get through bit of a gap in the midfield there somebody was sleeping on the restart but the top dozen or 15 have got away and still across the line well Kurt Fazekas back in the lead of the gold category as they cross the line from Carrazzo and Ferriol so that three car battle for the gold category is certainly on as well Simeone looking to the inside now. Ooh, bit of protection there over that inside line by Jeff Kingsley heading down to turn five. And on the outside line, Max Reed, he runs wide to the exit. He's going to cost himself at least a couple of places. Yeah, Metney slips through. No problem at all. Low Shack says, oh, OK, if that's where you want to yeah. be, I'll take that position. Didn't have to fight too hard for that one. And in fact, looks like Maxwell Root has lost another position as well. I think Riley Dickinson went through there. He did. He went through as well. And now Marco Cironi's right in the fight in there. So this is all getting very exciting indeed in the midfield. The number 11 car. Sean McAllister. Sean McAllister has got a swarm of Porsche 911 (laughs) Cup cars behind him. Led by Parker Thompson. And Parker doesn't like to be held up by anybody. Well, those two were teammates at JDX Racing at the beginning of this season. So, uh, yeah, they know each other fairly well, but it was sure it was uh, that number 11 car just straying a couple of wheels onto the grass at the exit of turn seven. Now, don't forget, we're going to lose the 45 car out of the train. Charlie Luck and also 
Victor Gomez, the 25, they're going to come in at the end of this lap for their drive through. They won't lose a lap. It's a long lap here, but they'll lose an awful lot of real estate. Good battle going on down there, further down the field. That was the uh, McClure and Edge battle, wasn't it? Yes, it was for 21st and 22nd position. Now, they're in separate categories, so there's no points on offer there, but just a bit of bragging rights at the end of the weekend. Fazekas confirmed back in the lead of the gold category as he comes through the final corner, heads up the hill, a bright green and orange car of Carrazzo right in the wheel tracks. That is how you get a draft. He's going to have to flick to the left-hand side, which will put him on the outside for turn one, but he's got to run. He comes out. Who's the last of the late breakers for the Gold Cup category lead? It's Kurt Fazekas. If he can hold it on the track and the exit, and he oh, just about can. That might give the youngster a run down the inside, and he's hit him. Whoops. Absolutely nailed him down the inside. Now... How are the stewards going to see that as Fazekas is going to slide onto the track in front of all kinds of cars coming through? And in fact, oh, you feel for the guys coming round there. The 42 car going around. Now, how are the stewards going to see this? Carrazzo's down the inside. Now, yeah. does Carrazzo move or does Fazekas yeah. come across him? I think Fazekas there was trying to defend that inside line. He was a little bit too late in doing so there because Carrazzo was already alongside him. That's the way I saw that one. Bert Smith coming down the onto the grass. I think he'll get the, that car going again, the bright orange car. Uh, Bill Smith, excuse me, coming down the inside there. But he was only on the grass. I don't think there was any contact there. <laughs> David Baker's moving up well, isn't he? Having started oh, right at the back. Another spin. Ooh, yikes. That's turn going down. Hurry Downs into turn eight. And I think... Mm, of course, it's come to a spot where I can't see it. Is it the 36 car? Yes, it is. It is the 36. Yeah, and that was a little clearer. hip check on that car as well. <laughs> There's no quarter arse or given out there, is there? Goodness gracious me. It's going again. And, well, that was the McClure car that was... Uh, oh, and from the f sharper end of the field, Sean McAllister sitting inside the top ten. He's in the beach at Canada Corner. Now, did he get there himself or did he... Oh, yeah, he made a mistake. Underbreaking. Locks it up. Not had a good weekend. That's a Hurley Hayward scholarship winner. And the car's, this year. car's showing a bit of damage and a, a new front end, the grey front end on that car, Jeremy. And that shows he's already had some contact this weekend. Now let's take a breath and, and regroup for a moment before someone else flings a Porsche at the scenery. DeAngelis leads by a second and a half over Kingsley in second. Then the battle is for second position with Alan Metney now. Right in there in yeah. third in the 99 car. Where's Simeone? Tremendous oh, no, Simeone effort. is there. Simeone is there in in third position. Tremendous drive by Alan Metney here. I mean, you know... It's the drive of, this his, is a drive of his yeah, career. It is. I mean, it's only his third season of racing. He started racing very, very late in life, or relatively late in life, but he's making a move to the inside here of Simeone. Ooh, that's awfully close. Oh, he did Heading a good job there. Yeah, but good job by both drivers. Yes. Simeone just about gave, well, gave him enough room there for, for Metney to be able to back out of it and uh, maintain that fourth position. And, and Metney, with the advantage of ABS braking, remember, which the car ahead of him doesn't have because Metney's in the Masters class, just climbed the kerb to make sure he didn't make contact. I thought that was sensible driving there. Metney in that black number 99 iFly car. The indoor skydiving concern. That's Alan's business. 
And he's right there again with Simeone. And Simeone, having been freed from defending from a couple of corners, is right back on Kingsley. Yeah. And, and who's Lushak that in behind them? Is that Lushak, Lushak behind Yes, yeah, it, it is. is. Hanging right there. Really good performance on his debut in this championship. I know that I know that Lawrence Lushak's got uh, experience of racing, Jeremy, but Porsches are a particular yeah. thing to drive. And, and Cup Porsches are particular among Porsches. A <laughs> little bit of debris or perhaps some fluid down at Canada Corner. The yellow and red flags being held out by the hard-working corner workers and marshals there. Seven minutes to go. What's that going to be? Three laps? Maybe. Maybe four, depending on when the leader crosses the line. This is where the moves have to be made. Remember, people scoring championship points for the US or the Canadian championship in three driver's cases. It's for both. One of them is the leader, Roman DeAngelis. Second place is Jeff Kingsley. So they're first and second in both championships. Third on the road... Simeone is only in the Canadian Championship. Fourth on the road, Metney is therefore third in the US. Oh, that's a big, big yeah. shunt for one of the Kelly Moss Road and race cars. Tom Balamos, I think. It is. That car's already had a problem. And that's going to bring out the safety car. That's done. Done and done. We'll finish under yellow. And that's again serious contact. The 52 car has just been given a drive-through as well. Now, how's that going to affect things? So, Tom got a little bit of a punt, a punt from behind there. Oh, now, was that our Hurley Hayward Scholarship recipient that again? was involved there again? He's been in the wars this weekend. Uh, Sean McAllister had an off uh, yesterday. Already had a spin in this race. Yeah, that car is not moving. The debris being picked up, but the race effectively is over at this point with only five to go. The good news is the door has come open. Got a penalty of a drive-through which can't now be served. Well, that'll be a time penalty yeah. then, probably equivalent to 30 or 35 seconds and that's the 48 car. Now that's, where is that? That's eighth in Platinum Masters. Well, the stewards have been busy today. Yeah, well done for turning these decisions around so quickly. Yeah, and that penalty, penalty for the number 52 car, I think that'll be for when he was kind of trying to block the number 27 heading down the hill toward turn three. Yeah, and that caused the spin. That was uh, Kurt Fasikas. He caused himself to spin, but... Uh, yeah. And Kurt Fasikas, I wonder... No, well, he ha if he... Ha yeah, he hasn't surfed that, but he had already lost the position, hadn't he? So that's going to leave Rob Ferriol in the lead of the gold category, ahead of Sebastian Carrazzo. And in the US category, the platinum goes to Roman De Angelis, yeah. second will be Jeff Kingsley, and third will be Alan Metney. His best finish, he'll win the Masters as well in the Canadian yeah. his first results. From yeah, yeah, brilliant. And, and I tell you what, he'll be. I think he'll be quite oh. annoyed that he, he didn't get a couple more laps because he was on a roll there. He was flying, absolutely flying. In the Canadian standings, DeAngelis and Kingsley takes first and second. 
And in third position will be Simeone. Gold Cup, Rob Ferriol will take it from Carrazzo and Edge. Kurt Swearingen in fourth position. That must be one of his best finishes as well. Kurt Fizik is down in fifth. But that's actually going to disappear because he hasn't been able to take his drive through. So with three minutes to go, Jeremy, this has been more like a Saturday night demolition derby yeah. than the Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge races we're used to here. That's been a bit messy, hasn't it? Actually, this will be the, the Kurt Swaringen would be... Uh, fourth. Fourth, OK. Yeah, he's, he had a podium last time out, in huh? fact. But for Richard Edge, this will be his, his first podium in third position. A really good run. Those two teammates, 18 and 17, Richard Edge and Kurt Swearingen. So now at least they both have podium finishes to their credit in their first season in the, this championship. Well, an extraordinary run through. Untidy, oh. to say the least. But you've got to say it, Jeremy. For me, standing head and shoulders above it, a couple of drivers. Roman De Angelis, always easier to be out front when these things are going on behind, but he's had to do three either starts or restarts. He's kept his head there. Yeah. Kingsley, I thought he's done a good job as a Simeone, but for me, Metney, Alan Metney, what a drive from him. And he will be the one who was most disappointed. He did seem to have... A little more pace than Simeone ahead of him. His best finish previously in the American Series was fifth at Barber Motorsports Park earlier this season. But Alan Metney, uh, in, he's also doing the Canadian Series this season. He had a fourth place finish up there. That was at Canadian Time Motorsport Park earlier this year. Well, here he's going to end up with a third in the US Series and a fourth in the Canadian Series yeah. in that number 99 car. So, career best for him. And he'll be looking ahead and saying, you know what, I could have been third overall here. Simeone was defending pretty stoutly. But yeah. it uh, appeared to me that Metney, it was a matter of when rather than if, particularly under breaking at turn five. He was very, very good indeed down the hill there. With the advantage of having the ABS, yes, mm -hmm. that's absolutely true. But you've got to get yourself into those positions, Jeremy, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely have. And, you know, I mean, all these other kids that he's racing against him, I mean, all these other guys, I mean, I think the oldest of them moved about 21, uh, down to Lawrence Loshak, who's uh, a little bit older, but, uh, you know, making his debut this weekend. But a lot of racing experience, which Metney does not have. I mean, he started racing only, what, two and a half years or so ago, and he's just made rapid progression. He takes it very, very seriously. Yes, I mean, he does. He's a proper accomplished businessman, an athlete, before he was a member of the United States uh, fly uh, skydiving team so he knows that what about what competition is all about the, the adrenaline gets pumping there and he is driving really really well right now just to let you know by the way the first incident Juan Manuel Fayen the big incident for the 19 car that went nose first into the wall and moved the wall coming out of the carousel treated and released from the infield care centre after that incident thanks to IMSA for letting us know that then we could pass that on before the checkered flag here it will be the checkered flag and the double yellows this time around and shame to end behind the safety car but no choice with the major damaged Porsche majorly damaged Porsche right on the exit 
of Canada Corner running up to turn 13. That's going to take a wee while to get that car moved as well. There's been an awful lot of damage in this race, hasn't there? Which is most unfortunate. Don't like to see that. No, there's going to be a call on the parts truck here, Jeremy. Yeah. And, and, I, and I say that as the chequered flag is out. Let's congratulate the guys who stayed out of trouble. DeAngelis, Kingsley, Simeone and Metney, the top four. And they share the two podia for the US and the Canadian races running combined here. DeAngelis, Kingsley and Simeone in the Canadian version with DeAngelis, Kingsley and Metney on the US version. And well done to Rob Furriol. Kept his head when all around him was losing theirs. Picked his way through the carnage and wins the Gold Cup category with those yellow mirrors glinting in the sunlight. For the first time, he's had six second-place finishes, has Rob Ferriel from Fayetteville in North Carolina. Uh, this is his uh, second season of racing in this championship. Uh, a former def defence contractor and ex-Marine in special ops. So, you know, he's, uh, he's again another team player, but this is a really good drive by him. He's been knocking on that door so many times, he'll be delighted, finally, to get that first victory under his belt. Well, as we said, somewhat untidy, but we do have winners, and that's uh, champ, top championship points in two of the championships he's running yeah. in for Roman De Angelis. Yeah, so eight out of nine now for Roman De Angelis in both championships. He would extend his lead in both, but in the USA Championship, that second place finish for Jeff Kingsley will move him ahead of Maxwell Root in the championship mm. standings. There were three points between them. Max Root, though, finishes fifth. Uh, yeah, so uh, he, that, that uh, lost that. Uh, Discrepancy between the second and the fifth. That'll be enough to move uh, things up into sixth, second place. Excuse me, sixth. I'm ju the, we're just getting a little bit of an adjustment on the timing screen there. Let me check yeah, that. Seventh, actually, overall. Yeah. But in the USA standings. Sixth in the USA standings. Yeah, yeah, King, yeah, yes, yeah, sixth in the USA correct. standing. Yeah. So, so that little mistake going into turn five when he drifted wide, mm. that's been very costly for it Maxwell has. Root. Very costly indeed. Really good effort there by uh, Jeff Kingsley. He does have a win in Canada this year under his, uh, to his credit already earlier in the year, but uh, he'd really earned this one. I think this is, this is his best drive yet for GADX Racing to come away with a really strong second base. He was also second in uh, one of the races at Watkins Glen last time out, but uh, he's much closer to Roman DeAndres this day than he was then. Jeremy Shaw was alongside me, John Hindorf. Well, not as much of the right kind of action as we were hoping for from the 37 car combined Porsche GT3 Cup Challenge by Yokohama from the Canadian and the US Series here at the first of two races this weekend from Road America. It's the guys who are going to be doing the most work between now and race two will be some of the mechanics back in the paddock area. And I'm absolutely certain there'll be a couple of teams dashing to the parks trucks to get uh, dibs on some of the bits that are going there because there's not an absolutely unending supply of course there's only a finite amount that can be brought to each track congratulations to Roman De Angelis wins both the US and the Canadian versions and to Rob Furriel taking his first victory uh, in the Gold Cup category finishing 
uh, ahead of Sebastian Carrazo. Good stuff from all of those. They'll be delighted. It was an action-packed event, and we'll be back to bring you race number two, live in sound and vision. Who can battle against the man at the front, the 79 car of Roman De Angelis? Whatever the circumstances, it seems that he always comes out on top when it comes down to Porsche GT3 Cup racing. This programme is a production of IMSA and Radio Show Limited. For more, visit RadioLeMond.com.